we're back. We, we are. are. Hello. <laughs> against Hello. all odds. Against all odds. The universe <laughs> is working against us, but uh, we're still winning. Thanks to technology, right? You can't so far, stop so the good. transmission. Right. <laughs> uh, this and the revolution will be televised. Yeah, uh, I don't know about televised, but uh, I don't know there about will revolution be a, here. I mean, a uh, sweet game. audio file. Yeah, it's of a revolution it. of Badger Game. There you go. <laughs> well, welcome everyone to uh, episode six, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as you can tell, we probably sound a little bit different. Um, and that is because we are doing this uh, remotely, um, not in person, but we're using some uh, some Zoom technology to uh, come together and play this game and keep this podcast rolling. So, yeah, uh, magic of technology. Magic of technology. Some of you have more experience doing things like this than than I do, which is fantastic. Uh, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can keep the story rolling. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, sweet. Well, I just wanted to take a second to let you all know that yes, we will be trying to record um, new episodes as we uh, as we go here through our uh, quarantine process uh, as as we are uh, confined to our homes. Uh, and uh, coming together online. We're going to try to keep things going, and we wish to thank you all for your support. Uh, we hope that you're all doing well, that you're all uh, staying healthy during this uh, crazy, crazy time that we live in. And uh, pandemics, who knew they'd be so fun, right? <laughs> I had no, I had idea. no idea. And if your friends and family say they're bored, tell them to check out Dungeon Patrol. Now <laughs> 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 <Get them> out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the one, uh, terrible thing that I never, uh, put into this, uh, season is a pandemic. So, uh, I should have probably put it in and maybe we could have avoided it in real yeah. life. I don't know, but we're here and we're all healthy, right? Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. Awesome. Hope well, that's, that's always good. Well. Yep. Um, and we should probably take a, a moment to thank our Patreon supporters out there. Um, all of you Patreon supporters, if you have better things to do with your money right now, I know it's only a dollar or five dollars, but you should probably do those other things. Um, and don't worry about us. We'll be fine. Uh, but we thank you for your support, uh, past, present, and future. Um, if you are struggling right now, by all means, we can live without the five dollars. So, use that to buy some... Uh, I don't know. What, what can you get for $5 nowadays? A roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Half a roll. <laughs> if you're lucky to find it. A couple of people are selling it by the square. Uh, so, yeah. No, I mean, we, we definitely appreciate it, but totally understand. Don't feel bad if you have better things to do with the, those few bucks. Um, but uh, for anyone thinking of uh, supporting this podcast, I mean, feel free. Um, I know we're all going through a tough time. Uh, again, priorities, people, priorities. So um, that's about it. That's all I had to say. Anything for the good of the podcast from all of you? Not much. Not much? Just living the dream here at home. 
Well, I'll, I'll apologize in advance for my background fading in and out. I don't know why it's doing this, but, you know, it's better than nothing. So I think at least you have a background. Right. I think Alar is trying to take the attention from the background. You know, I'm too much for video to you are. manage. Drawing all the attention. So everyone has fancy Zoom backgrounds uh, going on, except for myself. I think my computer uh, can't handle it for some reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you know, you're, you're hanging in there, ALR. It's, it looks, it's a cool photo when I can see it. Well, I wanted to get something that was uh, a little, uh, doc like for today's episode. So, oh yeah. Yeah. You guys are at the boat yards now. So that makes sense. Setting the scene. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so last time no one has anything else. Let's just jump right in. Huh? Let's do it. All right. Last time. You guys can't, well, no, wait, wait, wait. we have uh, Alar. Are you yeah. going to do a recap? Yeah, of course I'm going to do a recap. <laughs> okay. Yes. I almost skipped that part. I have to write <laughs> my notes. I don't want to forget that. Okay. Alar and his trusty friends cleared the greenhouse for Arvik and his dog Barnacle, securing a steady food supply for all of Adrigan. Impressed with their obvious skills, Wolf Canute entrusted them to solve the problems with the shipyards. Would they find who the saboteur was? Stay tuned on Dungeon Patrol. Nice. <laughs> well done. Well done. See, uh, I mean, this wouldn't be the same without uh, without Alar's recap. So thank you, Alar. You guys are uh, down at the boatyards. You met someone named Freya, Wave Runner. And she's sort of in charge down here. And... I think she brought you into the uh, the first warehouse that you came across. Is that is that right? Yep. Okay. So she's going to take you around and sort of show you the setup. And people are in there building boats and, you know, grabbing supplies and using tools. Uh, some of them are obviously, you know, kind of makeshift tools, older, you know, uh, things. But they seem to be making do. These are all very skilled uh, boat builders. Um, and so they, uh, are doing their work and you can see a couple of, uh, half formed keels, um, on, uh, saw horses in front of you. And she sort of gives you a, a quick tour of the place. There's not much to see. It's mostly just an open building, you know, a very large structure. And, uh, she says very loudly, as you can see, we are still making progress despite some unforeseen setbacks. You can let Wolf Canute know that we'll have a dozen ships by next month. And then she uh, kind of grabs you and ushers you back outside. Um, and she obviously get the sense that she did that for, for the benefit of uh, her workers in there. And she gets you out and she says to follow me and she leads you out of the warehouse and back into the chill misty air. She walks along the stone jetty separating the buildings and the dark sea until she comes to another structure smaller than the first but in better condition. You can see a crudely painted albatross on the side of this building and she turns to you and says we move the finished keels into here for the night. If you're ready, you can get settled in. I'll tell the others you left. You'll be locked in, and a couple of my men will be patrolling outside. 
Sound good? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So uh, she uh, opens the door for you. You can see there's a big chain on the outside um, to lock the door. And she's going she's gonna to lock you into this building. If you guys are okay with that. And uh, you'll be in there. Oh. Is there only one entrance? Uh, that you know of. Okay. Yes. So like any sky, uh, anything that basically, is this the only way they would be able to access if someone was to break in here? Or do you think there's, is there windows? Uh, she says this is the, the most secure building that they have available, but uh, it's still someone has been able to get in there and um, sabotage things. So, Don't worry, we're the right crew to solve this problem for you. I once <laughs> played a spy in a production of Scoundrels and Courtiers. <laughs> so, but there's no um, uh, windows or other like openings is this a wooden building a stone building what is this uh it's uh it's stone up to about um you know four or five feet uh like a nice stone foundation and then it appears to be some kind of um you know lap board sort of construction above that that uh definitely is in better shape than the others that you've seen that and the are roof um, you can't really tell, but it looks like there are tiles on the roof. Hmm. Inside there are rafters. Yeah. And supplies as far as for us to hide. Uh, yeah. I'll actually. Floor. What about the floor? The floor. I'll bring it up on your map. Hey, not like rafters. Can you guys see? Yes. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. That's always a plus. And uh, so basically that's what you have in front of you. It's a, uh, um, you know, some open rooms all sort of connected um, with one main room in the middle. You see some, uh, you know, scraps of wood and other refuse um, kind of scattered around in some corners. Uh, obviously, they, they maybe process some of the scavenged um, supplies that they bring back here. Um, but there, you know, there are crates and barrels full of various other uh, goods, um, uh, even some bottles of uh, look to be uh, lantern oil and some wine. Um, so they obviously aren't just out scavenging for wood and things to build boats. They're, they're grabbing whatever they can find and bringing it back here. But there's definitely some wood, some, uh, you know, old rusty tools on a table in one of the back rooms. And you can see that there are uh, three finished uh, keels of boats uh, stacked on some wooden planks and crates. Um, oh, wait. Are these keels or are they hulls? Uh, they're, they're, yeah, in various states of being finished. So it's, uh, they all look the same on your, on your map, but uh, 
Some of them are, are closer than others. Some of them are almost finished and they're full hulls. Some of them are just keels uh, or one of them just keel. And so they're in various states. Hmm. And what are these barred holes in the floor? Uh, there is a uh, very shallow drainage tunnel that runs the length and empties out uh, into the ocean, you presume. Hmm. Is it dark yet? It uh, It is getting dark out. You know it was getting close to... Um, supper time when she took you around and gave you the tour and you could see men starting to uh you know some of the men in the in the workshop building starting to put away tools and clean up for the night perhaps we should talk about how we want to ambush them or catch them i would first like to explore the building and look for any potential hidden tunnels or other access points. Good idea, Triss. It is a good idea. Um, so why don't you guys roll a uh, perception or investigation, whatever you want to do. Ah, uh, 25. 25, Very nice. Uh, 17. <laughs> 21. 21. Wow. Apparently I'm distracted. I got a five. <laughs> uh, uh, those are some good rolls besides uh, Kragar there. But um, so you walk the perimeter. Um, the perimeter looks sound. Uh, very well constructed sort of base to protect against, you know, waves and, you know, seawater damage and things like that. So, that all looks very sound, very whole. Um, and uh, you also examine the, the roof, which looks, you know, you can see uh, open rafters above you um, and uh, uh, wood and, and uh, stuff above looks sound as well. Uh, no holes, no light coming in. There was enough light outside that, you know, with the darkness of, inside of the interior of this building you should be able to see something but it it all looks pretty um pretty uh well kept uh and as you go around i mean really uh it's possible that uh um a very you know uh, dexterous person could climb on the roof and maybe there's a section of the roof that um you know, uh, is loose and could be pried open or something like that. But there are no windows in here. It's a very um, secure looking structure. So you don't know if perhaps uh, she has other um, issues, like maybe someone on her crew that she can't trust, someone that has a key. Um, you didn't really ask who has keys for the, the lock outside the door. Um, but, uh, you know, there could be something else going on there. And inside, the only thing that you can really see uh, that, that is a clear opening uh, would be the door, the front door, and uh, this drainage channel. 
um, but it's far too small for, you know, someone like, you know, any of you to fit through, basically. Even Brokos? Uh, even Brokos. How big are you, Brokos? You know, my mom says I'm taller than average. <laughs> uh, uh, I am uh, five five. Oh, yeah. I, I am. Yes, I am small, but uh, I can get smaller. I've found the advantages of turning into certain animals. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I suppose if you could turn into some kind of animal, um, you know, it was smaller than you. Yes, did we want way... to investigate? Inve you want to investigate the drainage channel? I mean, I could. I could turn into a rat if you'd like. Yes, that sounds good to me. Good idea. All right. I will, well, I mean, I will turn into a... Uh, a small, uh, or you know, a good-sized rat. Not too small, <laughs> but not too big. <laughs> and I will go into the uh, drainage. The Goldilocks rat. Yes, the nice. Goldilocks rat. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, uh, you think that uh, you could pry open pretty much any of these uh, grates, um, but the one... Uh, just past the boats, um, the farthest north, um, seems to be uh, quite loose and easy to open. Over here, Brokos, I've opened it for you. <laughs> so I okay. can, the grates I can just crawl through, yeah? Yeah, yep. So you managed to go through. Um, you can see that there's uh, a little bit of uh, seawater as you squeeze into this uh, uh, channel and uh, ahead of you um, you hear uh, sounds of the ocean like waves crashing against the the jetty outside um, and that's every once in a while a little bit of seawater comes uh, kind of gushing in and then a little wave ripples towards you and then it kind of finds its way back out and heads back out to the sea. So it's obviously angled down towards the, uh, towards the bay. Does it look like there's Brokos, any... what do you see? Cheap once if you've been attacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything, but um, uh, what I will I mean, you know, I can, you know, make a little you know, sound, but um, is there any traffic? Does it look like there's anything that's gone through this or perhaps traveled through this area? Um, it's a good question. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it is relatively clear, um, but there does seem to be water kind of rushing in and going out. Um, just depending on the size of the wave outside and mm -hmm. uh, other factors uh, like that, probably the tides and things. So, um, but it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you're probably slightly surprised at how clear it is. 
I mean, there's no like seaweed or yeah. sticks or anything kind of blocking your way. And, sure. you know, if it was a little bit brighter outside, you're pretty sure you could, you could see all the way out to the, to the ocean. All right. Well, I'll scurry back and come through the grate and jump up on Alar's shoulder <laughs> and shake my oh. rat for nice. Brokos. No. <laughs> How do you know that one's Brokos? <laughs> I will throw him on the ground. Uh, oh, uh, and I'll whimper a bit. <laughs> E2, Alar? E2? <laughs> so I'm still in rat form. Let me do some charades. No, um. <laughs> so I'll pop back up and turn my human form and explain to them what I saw. I mean, it definitely seems like something could come through here. It's most of these drainages would be um, have some kind of um, seaweed or mud or any kind of refuse from the actual sea, and this is completely cleared out. So it makes sense that someone could probably enter this way, but it would have to be someone with perhaps some uh, swimming ability. So, but isn't it true, as I think about this, that someone with the right uh, knowledge of magic would just poop into it? Most definitely. Rokos, how long can you stay in that form? An hour. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, anything else? <clears throat> you guys sort of uh, think you have a, an idea of how someone could get into this structure? It looks like a few different ways, but to me it doesn't matter. We know what they're coming for. I say we just lay in wait. All right. So you're going to find some, some place to hide and where you can keep your eye on the, on the boats. I I'm will hide in the hull. That's exactly. I was like right in the middle where they're coming for. <laughs> I'm nice. going to get up in the rafters. I will lie down so they can't see me. <laughs> and I will bunch my cloak under my head so it doesn't hurt my neck and impair my combat abilities. Uh, definitely don't I will shut my eyes so I can listen very carefully. <laughs> and and we can we all have vision in the dark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is nice uh, for all of you, for sure. Um, okay, so you guys are taking up your spots. You want to move your pawns around? I should have asked, can everyone move their own uh, yep. characters around the map? So I, I, I did make the pawns are actual images. Oh, now there's an echo for me. Hmm. Oh, um, I didn't hear it. So I will I'm be up in it. the rafters above the grate that I believe that I just... Oh. oh, interesting. Okay. So you're climbing up into the rafters. Yes. I, I don't want my pawn, Don. You no. don't? No, I'm fine with my current pawn. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, s position yourselves. You guys are in the boats. Tris, you're around the corner. Is that where you want to be? I am around the corner. Yes. Yeah. I'm right. not going to climb in a boat. <laughs> and Brokos is up in the rafters. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So, uh, time slowly ticks by. You can hear the, the waves crashing against the uh, exterior of the building. Um, 
you can hear the wind blowing. Um, but uh, all of that sort of lulls you into this. I'm not asleep. <laughs> relaxed state. I'm awake. Uh, <laughs> would, it be, relaxed. would it be considered a short rest? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be considered a short rest. You don't rest. need a short rest. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> Our, <laughs> He turned into a rat. Oh, that's true. I get skills. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, but several hours passed. Um, and you guys think it must be uh, getting close to midnight and still haven't seen or heard anything yet. <sighs> Let's, uh, you know, why don't we all roll like a perception again? That is a 24. Wow. 14. 14. Four. <laughs> Although I am wide awake, I only got an 11. Oh, nice. Well, that's certainly better than a four. Uh, like Kragar's asleep in the boat. I'm guessing. I think he is, yeah. <laughs> well, you uh, talked about the waves and the wind. And yeah, he's drifting off to we're sleep. We're both supine, yeah. A little snoring going on. Yeah. Um, so for those of you, uh, everyone, but Kragar right now, basically, uh, sometime after midnight, you hear a noise, a scraping and a clanging of metal on stone. And you see that that small grate that is covering the, the drainage channel in the middle of the warehouse there, um, is getting slowly nudged aside by something on the other side. It's and not even magic. <laughs> it's not even magic. And as you watch, it's almost like uh, deja vu because this rat comes scurrying out of the hole and appears... And without even pausing for a second, other than to, you know, take a, a cursory sniff of the air, um, it just goes over to the first boat and uh, starts um, chewing on the bottom of it. And for those of you in the boats, you can hear that happening. Brokos, you can see it. Triss. You can definitely hear it, and if you looked, you should be able to see it. And then as this uh, rat is chewing, you can see that it starts to change shape and grow and elongate, and its little furry paws turn into hands, and uh, so it turns into something not quite human, not quite rat, but somewhere in between. So we all we all see it, or we yep. all hear it, and it is. Well, no, you don't, because you you didn't hear okay. anything. So as soon as I heard the grape moving, I would have drawn my swords and moved towards the sound. Oh, okay. So let's roll initiative then. And we should be able to put our own initiatives in, Jerry. If you do the turn order. Sweet. This is good to add us to our turn. Okay. 
And let me get you guys added here. And okay. Feel free to enter your initiative roles if you can. Brokos with a 19. Alar with a 15. Craigar, what'd you get? Tris I'm, I'm typing, but it's not keeping it. Uh, there it goes. Hit, yeah, hit tab or enter. I think I don't yeah, see it. Took it on me two tries. <laughs> I still didn't get. Should have had like a dry run of this uh, this uh, stuff before it's we. It's fine. We figure it out. I still didn't get yours, Craigar. It's it's twenty three. I mean, it's showing on my side. I can add. Oh, I'll add it. There, you go. there we go. All right. Now we're in order, and Craigar with the big 23 uh, gets to go first somehow. Well, uh, I mean, if I'm asleep, I don't. <laughs> you, uh, you were uh, not actually asleep, but kind of restful and dozing, so you didn't hear the grate and all of that open up, but you did hear the, the chewing. Once he started to chew through this uh, wood of this first boat, uh, with those uh, massive teeth. You are kind and generous, DM Jerry. <laughs> he is very generous. Um, well, basically, then I want to just sneak around and stab whatever it is in the back. Okay. Go for it. Do I need to make a stealth roll for that? Uh, if you're actually trying to sneak up on it, yeah. It looks uh, pretty distracted, so... Um, that would be a 27 stealth. Wow. Yeah, that's plenty. So you sneak up behind this thing and it's nine away, making all kinds of noise and uh, just tearing through this wood. And you manage to slip out of your boat and stealthily pad around the row of boats and uh, keels and come up behind it. So, so I rolled an Addy 20 on the attack. No way. All right. Yep, he can show you now. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Uh, okay, so Natty 20 and your sneak attack and all of that. This is gonna this is gonna hurt. It is going to hurt just a little bit. <laughs> uh, I need another. Sorry, give me one second. I gotta get some of these dice out of my tray. Yeah, it's always always a bad sign when you need more dice and you want to find just the right dice. And all right, okay. So that will be adding up. Calculating. So I, I, like yes, and I feel like I need to. Uh... <laughs> So I, I rolled two pair of eights, that's 16. Oh my gosh. Me, uh, that's, uh, 22, 27, 29 damage. Wow. <laughs> At second level. That's insane. That's oh my gosh. Very close to max. <laughs> so you come up behind this creature that is obviously engrossed in uh, destroying this boat. 
and managed to, I don't know what you did. You got to tell me what you did. I just wanted to basically just run him through from right behind with my right ear, just like right up pierced his heart, hopefully. Yeah. And you uh, definitely did some serious damage and you can see it just like freezes and, you know, the arms go splayed out uh, uh, above its head. Like it just like lurches back and arching its back towards you and uh, takes it a second to realize and lets out this weird half screech scream, somewhat human, some, you know, but something else. And uh, just kind of shudders and then pulls itself off your, off your blade and is still alive. But uh, I'm going to stab it again with my, my, my bonus, bonus attack. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, okay so, so I realize it's extremely unlikely, and I hate he's going to do this, but I just rolled another 90-20. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Uh, Hopefully there's more than one of these coming through the grates. <laughs> So, well, you don't even have to roll because it only has a couple of hit points left <laughs> from that first attack. But that would be another 18 damage. Oh, my gosh. What wow. The heck? Uh, so, yeah, as this thing is like shuddering and trying to pull itself off your off your rapier, you lunge in with your other other uh, offhand weapon and cross the throat. Oh, across the throat. Yeah, like beautiful. Ran him through, stepped in, and then slit the throat of this creature and lets out one final gurgling gasp as the blood flows from its neck and drops dead on the ground. Nice to be Bjorn, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the other side feels like. Uh, Good gravy. Um, so yeah, that was supposed to be a, a, a like a pretty decent fight for you guys. Nope. So I'm just and, gonna uh, slow clap from the rafters. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So no, I am not happy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no information we can get from him now. Rifle through point. its pockets. Uh, good point. I could heal him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if you want to take another shot much, at him, I don't think there's much left to heal here. <laughs> I was uh, I was really thinking this is this was going to test you guys, and uh, that was two nat- natty twenties, and not not going to help. Yeah, it doesn't really lucky. And, and, the, and plus, plus, I mean, the damage rolls. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do for the rest of this episode. So <laughs> we'll have to think of. <laughs> Small talk or something. Uh, no, you uh, you rifle through the creature's uh, um, pockets, and as it as it is lying at your feet, uh, Craigar, you notice that it starts to change, and it goes less rat-like and more human-like until eventually you see it's just kind of a you know a smallish you know uh, average-looking uh, uh, human uh, lying in front of you. I'm familiar. Is, is it is it actually dead or can Brokos heal it? Uh, it's dead, dead. I'm familiar with this. This is of its. This is a lichen or a were rat. A were rat. It's like me, only you know, smellier. <laughs> Chews on canoes. Chews on canoes. I said smellier, not 
smelly. Uh, yeah. Um, so on the uh, the creature's body, you find uh, had a short sword, never got to use that. Dagger, never got to use that. And a hand crossbow, also never got to use that. Uh, but as you're rummaging around, you see that uh, on the upper arm has this strange tattoo. Um, no other markings uh, or other tattoos or anything that you can see uh, on, the, on the body. Uh, just this one uh, of six rats facing different directions with their tails forming an intricate knot in the center. Oh, cool. So, uh, like a rat king, uh, <laughs> exactly like a rat king. I was hoping somebody was familiar with rat kings. Um, let's see if I can bring it up here and just so you can get a visual of it. Um, do you guys see that? Yeah, yes. Okay. So, that is basically the tattoo that you see. Uh, pretty. six rats with this very, yeah, pretty intricate not in the center uh, made up of their tails. So in future reference, guys, that will be if you go to your journal, which is the second tab over, that will be in your handout. So you can always pull that out. Nice. So, um, and then you also see, excuse me, you also find a scrap of paper tucked in uh, a pocket. Uh, and on that paper, it looks like part of a shopping list almost. Um, one barrel salted pork, two casks of wine, one cask of whiskey, a crate of dried fish, one crate of candles, two bolts of linen. So where is all this? Uh, on his shopping list. Yeah, he has like a scrap of paper um, and very crude, crudely written uh, is... Uh, yeah, what looks like a kind of a shopping list. So he decided to, to chew on the canoes before shopping. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Yeah. What was that again? One more time. One barrel of salted pork. Two casks of wine. Yep. One cask of whiskey. A crate of dried fish. One crate of candles. And two bolts of linen. Did you get all that? I got all that. You're actually writing that down. Okay. Just in case. You I never know. That fast. I think it's a code, Brokos. Yes, I, I believe it's a code. It can't be that obvious. But, so, do we first recognize the tattoo? You, uh, I mean, you recognize it as a rat king. You already said it, um, but you don't know the significance of it. I mean... I mean, you, you can, can try to roll. Local, yeah. local games or anything? Free. Uh, yeah, you can roll for it. What are we rolling? Uh, history. Oh. Well, I rolled okay, so I got the 14. I got a 22. I got a 7. <laughs> so the oh, I know what this is. Let's try that there. Down. Uh, well, maybe you've been paying attention to the gossip in town, uh, Alar. Of course I do. All the bars that you've been playing. Exactly. Um, Some rather shady bars I've had to play. <laughs> so you have heard stories uh, about um, the Dark Run Syndicate. 
And maybe uh, Haydn mentioned them at some point in time. Um, but uh, you know that they all have a tattoo that they share, that they have to get when they're members of this uh, group. You don't know exactly what the tattoo is, but uh, could be something like that. It jogs your memory. You've heard stories of this dark run syndicate. Hmm. So now we've run afoul of one of the mobs. That's great. Good job, Gregor. <laughs> well, they, do not, they do not know that we killed him. True. So yeah. We found him like this. I don't know. <laughs> he was, he was gonna, dead when we came across it. But Tris, I'm going to be telling everybody that we killed him. Oh, well. I can't. I can't help myself. <laughs> it already has the song written. I mean. <laughs> well, it was a very short song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else more, of a, more of a jingle, really. <laughs> so what else do you know about this Dark Run Syndicate? What do I know about the Dark Run Syndicate? Uh, you know that they're kind of like the you know, the local thieves guild, you know, you, you, you've gotten that impression. Um, so murderous knee breakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and I can't remember what Haydn has told you in the past about the, you know, I mean, he claims to be in charge of all the, um, n- illicit activity that happens in town and stuff like that. So you don't know what to believe from him, but uh, he's probably mentioned, um, you know, maybe not by name. Uh, Maybe he has, I can't remember, but uh, he's probably mentioned them uh, on occasion. Uh, So you guys definitely once, once Alar ties it to this, uh, like, Oh yeah, I heard that all of the dark run syndicate have tattoos. I don't know if this is the tattoo, but um, could be. I think we should check Haydn for tattoos. Hmm. So, so did the creature have any money for all these things he was going to go buy? Uh, no, you didn't Craig, find... Uh, Craigar, it's a code. He's not really going to buy these things. He's going to steal them. <laughs> no, Brokos. The wine is not the wine. We can't be sure what it signifies, but... But it says wine. I mean, people have to eat and drink. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm the bright one in this regard. Uh, (laughs) Well, this is very entertaining to watch this. (laughs) I can see everyone's faces uh, directly. Oh, I'm going to take this hand. (laughs) I'm going to take this hand crossbow. Okay, so you took the hand crossbow. Um, the other weapons, you know, including the hand crossbow, they seem serviceable. Um, you know, nothing fancy, but uh, solid. Well, we will not let good weapons go to waste, so. Okay. It's probably a good idea. So, so now, what should we do with the body? It's uh, a good question. Well, we show it to... Uh, Freya, see if she recognizes this individual that might give us more information about 
why he is attacking these ships. Okay. Seems uh, reasonable. So, uh, do we think this one were-rat was going to destroy these boats by itself? What, is it going to spend the night chewing? Uh, yeah. I mean, possibly. It made uh, a pretty good... Uh, uh, you know, gouge in the the first boat there, the one that was uh, the most complete. Um, uh. You know, it, it tore through it pretty quickly. I mean, strong teeth. God, he never even got to bite any of you. Mm-mm. See if you would be were rats. What a bummer! Can't be a were rat if I'm a were badger already, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> a were badger you? rat. <laughs> Can't you, Brokos? <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps I don't think he was working on his own volition, and I'm not even sure what that word means. But I heard Elar <laughs> used it. I'm hoping he used well, it in the right reference. Uh, well, I don't know. He had a shopping list. Maybe he was just hungry. <laughs> just going to eat these boats. Um, <laughs> I, I I will take the shopping list from these two chuckleheads. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're you're holding on to the shopping list. Yeah, and. Uh, Someone wrote it down, right? I got it, yeah. Okay. An image of the shopping list would be much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. See, I, can, I uh, might be able to create something here. Yeah, should be able to do that for you. Um, so some time goes by. You guys are still locked in. Uh, you've, you know, examined the body and, you know, thrown out a few theories and, you know, shared a little bit of knowledge with each other. And uh, eventually... And, and sung a few songs. <laughs> sung quite a few songs. Uh, and eventually you hear the sound of the chain rattling at the front door. And, or uh, coming. <laughs> perhaps. But no, uh, Get unfortunately... Get ready to some more people without... <laughs> Without, Without second permission, thought, I sneak to the front. <laughs> I sneak to the front door. <laughs> uh, the person who enters is uh, is Freya, Wave Runner. So please, please don't uh, backstab her. Uh, and she walks in and sees Craigar standing behind the door, all uh, awkwardly eager, and uh, gives you a raised eyebrow, Craigar. Just making sure. <laughs> She says, anything? Has anyone tried to get in? Yes. <laughs> we defeated a were-rat. A were-rat? And uh, she strolls over to uh, where you guys lead her to the body. Uh, she looks at the damage on the boat, looks at the, the you know, person, you know, on the ground and like, this, this person is a, is a were-rat? Do you recognize him? I I do not know this man. He's definitely not uh, from the Thunder Isles, not one of our crew. Well, look at the tattoo. We believe he is working for the Dark Run Syndicate. Dark Run Syndicate? I, I, I must confess I've heard of the name. I don't know much about them. Well, perhaps uh, Haydn could tell you more. Well, we have solved your problem, Freya, as I knew we would. It seems at least one of them. I mean, there must be more of these people. There is, in fact, a whole syndicate. These people? (laughs) 
What do you mean these people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> referencing the organization and oh, not the rank. Oh, of course. <laughs> we wouldn't want to be insensitive to you. <laughs> so, so just because we have killed this one does not mean there will not be others who follow. Yes, but now that I know their capabilities, perhaps we can prepare a little bit better. You say they came through the drainage channel here. Yes. I would suggest sealing those up. Yes, that would make the most sense. Thank you. Thank you. This is a great help. I think we can repair this boat fairly easily, but the damage it could have done would set us back weeks. Well, be sure to tell your friends how much Earth, Wind, and Alar have helped you. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Alar. <laughs> yeah. There's one missing. <laughs> uh, okay. The ant broke us. And broke us. So you guys... Uh, you know, get uh, get your kudos uh, from uh, Freya. She seems uh, very, you know, she was obviously very tense when you showed up, and now she is, uh, seems to be much more relieved. And uh, and she uh, she's happy to, uh, you know, to let you know that uh, um, some uh, one of her scavenger crews returned the night you know, last night, late last night, and they're now having breakfast back at the workshop. And they may have found some glass. Ah, good. That could help Arvik. So she's going to take you to them. That's great. <laughs> Perhaps we can have some breakfast too. Yes, yes. I, I will make sure that you get uh, get what we can spare. But thank you again. Uh, please, uh, I'll have some of my other uh, crew stop by here and clean this up and fix, fix the boat. But follow me. So you guys are following her back out onto the jetty, I assume? Yes. And she's going to lead you back to the boat. And uh, I'm afraid that's where we're going to call it for this episode. Oh. oh. I don't even know how long it's been because I don't have a timer or anything mm -hmm. you guys uh, finished the battle way quicker than i thought so <laughs> this might have been a 15 minute episode for all i can uh, tell people are going to be really upset Rhaegar is too efficient uh, you're making uh, me you're, you're stealing my spotlight here uh, I'll, I'll work on that I, i'm just you know shadows and stabbies that's what i do <laughs> so basically don't let craigar get initiative <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let the I, rogue attack first. I don't oh, think God. we can stop him. That's the problem. Uh, my poor were rat was so far down on the list. Well, he got expertise too, so I'm sure he picked up some. I don't know what he put it in, but I'm guessing <laughs> you put your expertise in something because you get that second level, right, Craigard? Um, Did you get your skill bonuses for two skill for two? So yeah, Jerry, you should have announced that we leveled up. <clears throat> I don't oh, know, I think yeah. The, I don't think yeah, the you should get expertise we... second level, I believe. Yeah. Where you uh, get two skills that you get to add double your proficiency bonus. 
Oh. It would have done it automatically for you, but it would have made you pick that proficiency, those proficiencies. I'm pretty sure that's second I level. don't know. I'll have to go look. Yeah. So it would have been even more powerful, is what you're trying to say. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yes, I should have mentioned uh, at the beginning of this episode that uh, I let them know late last night that they leveled up. So um, obviously... Uh, you would have done that first level. Sorry. First level. Yeah. Oh, well, he's probably already chosen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh so I got... For second level, I got something called cunning yeah. action. So you can basically attack and then use your bonus action to uh, disengage or hide as a bonus action instead of a full action. So stab and melt into the shadows. Yep. Hmm. Cool. That's pretty sweet. Or use an offhand attack to destroy your foe. <laughs> uh, and yeah. then, and uh, sneak attack is 1d6. I was mistaken. And I now have jack of all trades. Yeah, you're so literally everything I'm a know it all about. <laughs> oh good. Like yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd be excited. Everyone's excited about that. Oh nice. Well, uh anyone else get anything good at level two? I could turn into a rat. No, um I will I can turn <laughs> into many beasts now. Many powerful nice. beasts. Well that's awesome. useful. It will be useful, yeah. Yeah. What about Triss? Anything cool? Triss got action surge. Oh, so I can take a second action on my turn. So if she mm-hmm. got a turn. Yes. <laughs> if I got to do anything. Uh, it, this is the Kragar episode, I think, uh, pretty much. But somehow, uh, Alar will put this as Alar having an uh-huh. effect to this. I love it. <laughs> It was in the b- boat next to him, encouraging him. I gave Alar him the was. idea to hide in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you did the rat thing, Brokos. That was cool. I didn't. I didn't expect that. So that was that was nice. Um, but yeah, you guys are level two now, more powerful. I obviously have to recalibrate uh, some of these uh, uh, creatures nope. you're going to face nope. in the future. It's no, just no, fine. that was make them extremely hard. Jerry. <laughs> that was a fluke. Total fluke. Hey, I got no, cure was... wounds for a reason. Someone's got to get hurt. Yeah. Someone's got to get be hurt. curing all the enemies to get information from them. <laughs> Wake up. We're not done with you yet. <laughs> oh, that would be everyone's worst nightmare. Uh, well, thank you all for this uh, amazing remote episode. Uh, I'm sure they'll only get better as I remember my job as a DM uh, going forward. And uh, hope to see you guys next time uh, for our next uh, remote episode. I don't know how long this is going to go on. Anyone have any thoughts? I think it's going to be a bit. Anyone uh, an epidemiologist that I don't know about? Actually, time? Jerry. <laughs> I have Actually. some ranks in that. Can I do a medicine check? <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to roll for it. I don't know. I got a 12. I know a little <laughs> bit about medicine. Uh, all right. Well, maybe you'll be invited to a briefing one of these days and we can watch you on TV. Um, but uh, yeah, this could go on for a while. So... Uh, hopefully the audio quality is there. Uh, I think it worked well as far as, you know, the group uh, dynamic is as strong as ever. And I get to look at You're everyone's... welcome, Jerry. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. 
get to look at everyone's faces directly instead of looking at them down. Uh, That's the only table. drawback, yeah. frankly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't apologize for a pandemic. <laughs> uh, we're making the best of it and we're doing it all for you. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm doing it to keep our own sanity and hopefully it helps you keep your sanity as well through all of this. But uh, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Next week. Bye. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.